Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of NBA DFS Today. It's your boy, Keith, and I'm back. Feels like it's been forever, man. I am back to give you them DFS goodies uh, to go ahead and get you to the to the, to the the black, get you to the winning, the winning column of dubs, the wins, the all that. And finally, you know, it's it's um a nice side slate here for Saturday. I'm going to be doing the four-game main slate. Um, can't say I'm in love with that slate. I like the size of it. I think that, um, once we get some news coming down, we'll know a little bit more. I think it's a little bit of a strange, uh, slate to cover because we do have quite a few teams on back-to-backs and some injury news that we just got to stay on top of. So in today's episode, I will not just be giving you some plays I like. I'll also be kind of just talking about in general kind of top storylines for each team. Things I'm looking for. So buckle in, broskies and, and buckaroos. We're going to get dirty. We're going to get down. <laughs> dirty. Down with this four-game uh, slate and try to get you those wins. If you don't already follow at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter, at EthosFantasyBK. We are crushing it with the news feed game, uh, blurb feeds, all the, all the new people doing the blurbs. I, I really appreciate those, those guys. Uh, up to the minute news. From a fantasy lens, gives you everything you need to know, including all of the context, which a lot of places don't do not do that. They're just letting AI generate their titles. We have real human beings giving you exactly what it means when a guy's rolled in and rolled out. Putting our, our uh, you know, reputations on the line, trying to be right. Okay, let's get into it. So, yeah, let's talk about this Atlanta Hawks-Washington uh, Wizards game. And I saw the total was like 248.5 for this game, I believe, uh, if that's correct. Uh, yeah, 248.5 is the over-under for this game that Vegas has. Uh, it is by far and away the highest on the slate. And the thing is, like, I don't love any of the pricing. Of these guys. I think the pricing is all pretty fair, honestly. They're priced up because they're constantly in games that are... Highly, uh, you know, high-scoring games. So I think people are going to probably overweight that aspect of it, that this is a positive game environment. They would be correct, but also the pricing here reflects that, in my opinion. Um, that being said, I don't mind landing in any of the guys in this game. I think this is a game where you could literally take any player from this game and they're probably going to outdo most of their counterparts. If you want to stack this game and you find value elsewhere after we get more injury news and all that good stuff, then then go go ahead and do that. Stack the heck out of it. I end up with Trey Young, and I end up with uh, Kyle Kuzma uh, in my, my little dummy lineup here that I have so far while I wait for, for more stuff to come through. 
and I don't hate it. You know, I, I I'm fine. That's the two highest price guys on each side uh, from this game. We've we've also got Dejounte Murray, 8400, definitely doable. Jalen Johnson, 6700, definitely doable. Quinn Capella at 6000 going against Daniel Gafford. Yeah, let's, why not? Um, Bogey, 5700, sure. Um, DeAndre Hunter, uh, probably the guy I would have the least interest in, but he just had a really big game, 5200. Uh, okay, why why not? Sure. If you want to be super contrarian or, or just get a guy that's got pretty low ownership. A Kongu, 4,800. Yeah, definitely. Sign me up. Uh, Sadiq Bay, 4,700. Yep. So any of those guys, that's all the Atlanta guys. Washington, uh, I mean, do you want me to run through all the other names here? I, I pretty much, you know, J- Jordan Bull, 6,500. I mean, heck yeah. He's been playing well recently, been scoring well. Uh, don't mind going there. Danny Abija, 5,900. Also playing well. If there's no Bilal Kalibali, uh, Kalibali, oh gosh, I'm butchering his name. I apologize. Well. But if, uh, if there isn't, then that's even better for Abdija. 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 Hmm. Wow. Uh, apologize, Wizards fans. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Daniel Gaffer, 5,600. Sure. Uh, going against Capella, probably not. That's probably the one I, w- I wouldn't wouldn't go with. Uh, Tyus Jones just had a nice game. Uh, 5,600. Don't mind going there. Uh, Kispert just shut the heck out of the ball uh, from 3, 4,500. You want a low ownership guy, Daniel Gallinari, uh, assuming he gets into the game. Should be good. Andrew Shamit, also a low ownership guy uh, that could, you know, not really go off, but provide you with a nice value there at just uh, 3200 if you need to save a few bucks. So any of those guys, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, to get them outside of a very select few. Um, so the way I approached it was I just basically, you know, took a look at the rest of the slate and looked at guys that I really want to get into my lineups. And I just filled in from there. And, um, you know, I, I had two spots. I ended up being about for the two most expensive so obviously I've got some value guys I'm looking at. Well, we'll talk about that. But uh, but that's the way I'm playing this here. Um, you know, I think any of those guys is viable. And just just kind of plug and play whoever you think, because this is just, this is a really nice uh, game environment. Obviously, like I said, we don't want to overvalue it. I don't really really feel like stacking it, just because I feel like um, it's going to be difficult to get every you know all the pieces that you want here. I just don't I don't know, man. It just doesn't feel. It feels like it's going to be spread out. More so among these two teams, uh, than than consolidated into you know three or four guys, which is what we really want to see. If it's a high scoring game and we know three or four guys are absolutely going to go off, everyone else not so much, then uh, it's a little bit of a different story. But let's move on though. Um, L.A. Lakers at Cleveland Cavaliers. So LeBron James is questionable here, um, but he will probably play. I mean, there's a very good chance he plays. He's been playing through this for the last like four or five games. Same issue. Uh, no problem there. But, you know, what's, what's kind of more interesting is that Rui Hachimura is out. Uh, Gabe Vincent's still out, obviously. Jared Vanderbilt's still out, obviously. So, um, you know, Cam Reddish is uh, is questionable. So he we do have to keep our eye on him. Now let's assume that all of, let's assume Cam Reddish is also out. I'm going to give you a little bit of a pivot here that I don't think a lot of people are going to be on necessarily. Uh, and that's going to be Max Christie. Max Christie's gotten 25 and 23 minutes the last two games. Not a whole lot of shot attempts, just 3 of 8 and 3 of 7 the last two games. But the kid, you know, he can play. He's got some, some a nice shot to, uh, on him. Uh, I think he can get those hustle stats, those defensive stats, the assists, rebounds. Um, you know, I, I think he can actually go up and, and go out there and get you. Uh, he had 23.75 DK points in, in his first game there. Um, but I do think he can go out there and get you 25 to 28 DK points if he has a really good game. 
if he's getting those minutes, you know, somewhere between like the 22 to 25 minute range. Um, so if Cam Reddish is not in, I think that's definitely possible. I'm not going to say it's probable, but he is a guy that I, you know, it's not very risky at just 3500 for his price tag. So I really don't mind that. Um, you know, I think Torian Prince at 4300 also an interesting guy, uh, getting tons of minutes. Doesn't typically produce really good stat lines, but I think, you know, um, definitely the minutes are there. Um, and of course, you know, you've got the top guys, you've got Anthony Davis, you've got LeBron James, um, you've got Austin Reeves coming off the bench. I don't mind going to any of those guys. I'm not on them personally, but I, I could see the appeal there. Um, D'Angelo Russell's probably the one guy I wouldn't play. You know, Cleveland's a, a strong defensive team. And I don't know. Something is just telling me that D'Lo's not going to be able to um, have one of those, you know, nice ceiling games. But, you know, he's been playing very well to start this season, uh, statistically for sure. Uh, last one, he can't, had kind of a flop 28.75. Yeah, you look at a few games ago against Houston. He had 18.25 DK points, just 24 minutes. He had uh, one of eight from the field, four points. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to absolutely do that. It's just one of those feelings, you know. So I'm not personally playing him. Um, if you want to play him, sure. I don't think I have a good reason not to play him. Um, just my own personal preference. <laughs> On the Cleveland side, uh, and I don't think I gave you guys... I'm so terrible at this, sorry. Minus four in favor of Cleveland is a spread... Um, I'm on Lakers plus 4.5. I think the Lakers are definitely going to keep this close. I don't know if they win or not, but 225 is the game total. So much less than 248.5 uh, of the last one, which I'd even want to bet the over on the last one, to tell you guys the truth. Uh, so Cleveland side, um, Donovan Mitchell is the big one here. Obviously still questionable with that hamstring injury. Um, I really, I think this is really 50-50. I don't, you know. He's been practicing. That's the thing. I think he, yeah, he practiced, what, Friday? Um, so he returned to practice on Friday. It's Saturday. I mean, I guess, gun to my head, I would say probably sits. But, yeah, this is one we're just going to have to keep track of. Um, if he does sit, you know, I, I'm not really enamored with going to guys like Karis LeVert and Max Struess like I've been doing in the past. I, I, they're just they're priced up at this point, and it's the Lakers. Um, who really, the Lakers really grind the pace, um, really don't like the matchup here. So, uh, I know Craig Porter Jr. has been, you know, kind of the hot, hot guy recently, but he's up to 100 now. Definitely priced up at that point. Uh, Jared Allen, yeah, uh, I think that's a way to get different in big, you know, large fields, but I'm just, just not interested there, so... Not a whole lot of interest in the Cleveland side. I think if, if Donovan Mitchell does play, he'll probably be on a minutes restriction too, so that makes things even worse. So, I, I don't know. Cleveland might just be a, a full fade for me, honestly. Um, Pelicans and Utah Jazz. They are in Utah, and it's a 1.5-point spread in favor of the Pelicans, who did play tonight, by the way. Um, I don't think the Wizards did play tonight also, so they were playing the Hawks in the first game. I don't think that really matters. The Wizards are just it's terrible. They're just gonna lose. Um, but the Pelicans did play tonight, so that's something to be wary of. There could be some people sitting or, or have some nagging injuries and sit out. Um and the Utah Jazz has some interesting injury stuff going on too, so we'll have to talk about that. 
But hey, I'm also going to try to do a DFS delivery for the early two games. So if you guys don't have that, it's $5 a month. Go to sportsethos.com, sign up for it. $5 a month and you can get up to lineup lock insights from me, from my team. You can get um, DFS delivery straight to your e- email box, give you our, our top tier plays, our core plays. Uh, $5 a month. Okay, the Pelicans. Uh, you know, CG McCollum also been practicing. Um, could, I mean, we have to we'll have to see. He could come back. I, I don't think he will. This is a pretty pretty good um, pretty good guess here. A pretty pretty strong indication he will not suit up for this one. But I do like some guys here. Um, I like Jordan Hawkins at fifty two hundred as a a guy that's probably not going to have a lot of ownership after he just had like eight points in twenty minutes. Um, which is really nothing, obviously. So a lot of people are going to be off of him. It's a back-to-back, though. He's a young guy. Um, you know, say they want to give... Uh, well, everyone else, that's kind of that backcourt's a young guy right now, too. But um, say they wanted to give B.I. a few less minutes because he, you know, played well against the Clippers. It's the Jazz, so they should... They're, they're really rolling right now. The, the Pelicans should be able to win this. Um, I wouldn't say easily, but... You're not going to have to press the gas pedal all the way to the floor, I think. Uh, especially because what we'll talk about in a minute here is Utah Jazz are, are having some uh, some real key issue, uh, injury issues going on right now. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. is an interesting guy, 3,200. Uh, he got 20 minutes in the last game. I do, you know, this is, a, no one's going to own him. And I wouldn't say the upside is extremely high. But he is certainly a guy... Um, that in 20 minutes can can give you give, you know give you 15 20 DK points, which is all you need at 3200. So, um, definitely still in the player pool there. Um, some of that might be a little overlooked. And like I said, Jordan Hawkins, um, you know, just had a, a real struggle in that last game, but um, he's a three point shooter. If he can get volume three pointers, then they start going down. He starts hitting. You know, there's just upside there. There's upside. There absolutely is. Uh, I don't mind going to Bi or Zion here. Um think either of them's fine if you land on one of those guys is your your spend up i i'm you know i'm not going to go out of my way for them um because i'm mainly going for the atlanta washington just game script i think you can spend that amount of money on those guys and uh what's the total for this game this total for this game is 233 233.5 so you know it's not significantly less you know i don't i don't hate those guys i think it's fine if you land on them uh utah jazz uh laurie marketing questionable with a left hamstring injury, that's hamstrings are really tricky. That's like the one where it's like, oh man, this could be a multiple game absence. So definitely something we need to monitor. Um, don't know how severe it is. No idea. Don't have any insights there, unfortunately, for you guys. Uh, Walker Kessler also upgraded to questionable. So that's a guy coming back, uh, possibly into the rotation. And a guy that, you know, can put up really big lines, but we just don't know how many minutes he's going to get upon his return. I think he is a really, if he does end up playing, he is a really nice dice roll there, though, at 5,500. Um, when we open the season, I want to say he was, let's see, well, he's around there, I guess. So he's really always been around there. Uh, rose up to about 6,000 after he had a really nice game. And I think against the Pelicans, it does line up really nicely for him with, you know, the Pelicans having two really big bodies uh, in Jonas Valanciunas and uh, Zion Williamson. For which, uh, you know, Walker Kessler can go out there and block some shots. Um, box them out, grab some boards, really get, you know, mess with them a little bit there. So um, so I do like I do like Kessler here. I think he's fine. 
um, if he does play as a nice dart throw. Um, we just don't know what the role is going to be. That's the main thing. I'm, I'm going to skip over John Collins and Keontae George. Just they're not. I would rather have other guys um, around those price tags. So I'm not not super into those guys uh, on this slate. If Larry Markin does miss and Walker Kessler misses, I'm absolutely locking in Kelly Olenek. Um, if one of those guys plays, I don't see Kelly Olenek as a lock, but I do definitely think he's a strong play on this slate. He's also going to be pretty highly owned. So, you know, you're not pulling the wool over anyone's eyes by going Kelly O on this slate. Um, sorry to tell you guys, but 4,900 there is pretty fair. Um, Colin Sexton at 4,600. There's some, there's some, uh, you know, some interest there. Um, could absolutely flop, but um, could pay off that price tag. So I don't mind him either. Not something I'm, I'm super eyeing, though. Okay, Dallas Mavericks at Los Angeles Clippers is the last game on the slate. Um, we have a one-point spread in favor of the Mavericks. We have a 237.5 game total on DraftKings, at least. That might be different other places. Um, but yeah, you know, Luka Doncic against the Clippers. I want to get him into my lineup. I didn't put him in my double lineup here. I wasn't able to get him in, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. Uh, oh, sorry, going back to Utah. I forgot to mention this. If if Laurie Markkinen is out, I absolutely want to get Jordan Clarkson at 7,200. Absolutely. They're going to need his offense. Um, could he flop and, and shoot, you know, 5 of, of 35? I mean, sure, yeah, he could. But he's going to get us so many shot attempts. I mean, the the, the, the upside is just too, too enormous to, to ignore. So 7,200 for Jordan Clarkson uh, if Laurie Markkinen is out. Okay, Dallas, Luka Doncic uh, hates Clippers, despises them same thing with the Suns I, I love to play Doncic against the Suns or the Clippers anytime he plays those guys he seems to be up for those games um so yeah 11-7 I'm trying to find my way to get to him here I'm gonna try, probably end up with him in you know at least half my lineup so there you go um anyone else on this team though um uh, I mean obviously so the big thing here is Derek Lively uh is out and Maxi Kleba is out so with those guys out what you would have expected to see is Dwight Powell come in in that last game and uh, play some minutes. He only got five minutes in that game. Did not come in and play uh, for Lively. It looks like Rashawn Holmes at 4,100 is ahead of him on the depth chart. That's who I have in my in that spot right now. Uh, not in love with it, honestly. I don't, you know, I think Rashawn Holmes is, uh, he, he was a decent player. Had some issues with his, I think it was his eyes last season. Or was that two seasons ago? I can't even recall. But he's been kind of, you know, basically out of the league um, for the last, like, uh, you know, season and a half. Hasn't, you know, he's been on basketball teams, but he hasn't been playing uh, out of the rotation. So there's usually a reason for that. I, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't trust it. I think a lot of people are going to go there. Um, you know, they are playing against the Clippers where it's a bike of Zubach. So it's not a bad matchup, really. Um, I think I'll probably have a lineup with him in there, but I'm just, I'm not going to, like, overload. Russell Holmes, just not. So there you go. Um, but I do like the Clippers side. I like the Clippers side because um, I just think it's interesting. I think. Um, oh, by the way, Dwight Powell would be a um, very ballsy pivot. Obviously, after only playing five minutes, uh, it's very possible though they go with him instead because they see something matchup wise um, where they want to play him over Rashawn. I don't know why that would be the case, but crazier things have definitely happened. So uh, a little bit of a crazy pivot there. So the Clippers, um, this is a back-to-back -back for them. That's that's really why I find them interesting. 
Uh, so far, I don't believe we've had Paul George and Kawhi Leonard uh, sitting out many, if uh, any, back-to-backs. It doesn't look like Paul George has. Um, and, and possibly not Kawhi Leonard. I'm not, I mean, I'm not 100% sure. I think DraftKings might. I'm not sure if they actually show the games where they play zero minutes um, in their game logs. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking right now. Um, let me go to Kawhi Leonard's game logs here real quick, though. Um, because I don't think they've been sitting back-to-backs, but I just want to confirm that so I'm not, like, giving you bad info there. Uh, Kawhi has not sat any games so far this season, so there you go. Um, that definitely answers my question. If he hasn't sat, I find, would find it hard to believe that Paul George uh, has sat. Wait, no. Wasn't he doing, like, uh, load management on, like, game three of the season or something like that? Um, or was that another team? I can't remember now. Um, I don't look, It doesn't look like he's sat either. So we are good. Apologies for that. should probably have uh, looked up beforehand. I'm a busy man. I'm a very busy man. You just have to deal with me, okay? Uh, but anyways, you know, if one of those guys does sit or they decide to sit them um, or they pop up as questionable, this is a back-to-back. It's two games on the weekend. Um, they just had a, a tough close loss to the Pelicans. Uh, I, I could see them. And, and, you know, they, they still want to get James Harden implemented this team. I could see them sitting one of those guys. I could see them sitting since Russell. You know, one of the crazy things now that I'm just thinking about it. You know, Russell Westbrook only played 14 minutes uh, tonight where I'm recording this. So um, I could see them playing him like 35 minutes or something like that and sitting James Harden. Um, I could definitely see that happening. So uh, we'll have to keep our tabs on this. Um, if those guys do sit, it obviously opens up you know usage and, and availability for everyone else. If James Harden sits, it's going to be Russell Westbrook. If it's Kawhi Leonard sitting, then you know, Paul George obviously. Um, and then I would also say James Harden would get a bump. Um, if it's going to be Paul George sitting, then obviously Kawhi Leonard, uh, and, and again, James Harden probably getting that bump. Um, so, you know, you know, Norm Powell probably gets a little bit of a bump as well when those guys are out because they'll probably move. If he's been playing well, shooting well, probably moving to the starting lineup. Um, Daniel Tice at 3,900 is kind of appealing just because he had a really good game. He's just at the top forefront of my mind, but... I think I'm going to stay away from that fool's gold. I'm not going to go there. It's 3900 I think there's at least two or three other people that are, like, center eligible that are even less expensive than him that I'd rather roll the dice on, and, and it's less of a, of a risk there. So I just, I'm just not going to go there. One guy I was thinking about also that, that came um, before I came on the show. Well, two guys, actually. So if there's no Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Terrence Mann at 4100 and even if they do play, um, he's got a big enough probably rotation role um, that you know he's he's worth a look as a guy that's going to be probably pretty low owned. Uh, doesn't do a whole lot out there, especially when the Clippers are healthy. So you know I don't know if the the ceiling's massive, but the ownership's going to be low, and um, anybody in the NBA can really pop any any given night. So you know you never know. Um, Bones Highland though at thirty two hundred does kind of jump out to me if they end up sitting. You know maybe it's a James Harden. And suddenly, uh, Bones Highland's the sixth man, you know, off the bench, um, which is perfect for him. So, so he's a guy I'll, I've also got my my eye on in case there are some uh, injuries that pop up. But that's it, guys. That's going to be the four game slate. I've walked you through kind of all my thoughts uh, process there for all those teams. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please do give me a follow on Twitter at at Ethos Keith at Ethos Keith. Give the show a follow, or I should say, the Twitter account that tweets the show a follow at ethos dfs where we tweet all of our dfs stuff at sports ethos uh and hey until next time 
go get that money. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.